0: Everyone, do you like Netflix? Do you like sitting at home and ignoring, forgetting the theaters? Who needs hot popcorn when we have it all at home? Everyone's got a fantastic sound system. Everyone has an amazingly sized television. We can do it all at home. And guess what? Netflix is delivering because we have a movie, Triple Frontier. It took me triple times to watch this movie all the way through. Every single time I tried to watch this movie, something happened. Uh, is that the problem with watching movies at home? And we're back, we're back, we're back. Thank you for joining me. Now I, I I've been debating if I should uh, redo my my intro or a little bit of, of my approach. It 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 could be coming, so be on the lookout for that. But real quick, before we dive into this movie, be like, and I and I feel like I have to just be, because. I just feel like there's zero discussion and zero commentary on this movie. And this is also why I'm so committed to doing uh, like runs, almost like a, um, you know, these, these like trials because, you know, like I want to soak into not, like not just like a stream of content, but I want to soak into like an overall idea or like in this case, a studio's vision for what content is and that's that's netflix netflix is approaching content with a vision now we always had like hollywood is escapism when it comes to movies like that was always the approach now the approach is to literally make you addicted just so when that automatic bill comes in when you get that email pop-up on like the fifth the sixth and ninth every single month whatever day it is when you get that notification uh your netflix bill has been paid you don't get upset Th- that's really what they're trying to do no one like you know like you we had abc cbs nbc they pretty much had like even now you they have to stay on air through law like they're a national broadcast. So the counter to that at one time was Fox, the WB and like Paramount Network or the CW where they they got nothing but young ideas, young talent and they did nothing but take risks and they kind of destroyed the major three networks in a lot like in 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 a lot of categories. Now there's a reach that the major networks always had because by law they have to. They have to operate. They're just like the post office. They cannot go out of the business. They're national, uh, like security essentials, right? National security. So next time you watch ABC, think about that. So Netflix is taking this approach by being like part ABC and like even like part Warner Brothers or Fox. Uh, you know, the early years of those uh, networks, meaning that they. They're trying to make relevant content now, something exciting, something that can be discovered down the road, and things that do last. They're not into these short pops. Now, there's a little bit of discussion when it comes to their strategy for a TV show, but we're talking movies here, and Triple Frontier does it. I mean, like, this is why you soak in a stream, like, this is why you jump into a theme. Okay, because I don't think I would have went back to watch this movie unless I was kind of just saying, like, what are the Netflix movies to discuss and why should we be discussing them? I remember this movie just coming out. It got attention and then it just went away. Mostly got attention because of Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is coming off of his Warner Brothers Batman uh, uh, debacle, which he really should have written and directed and starred in his version of we'll just call it the, the zach schneider batman even now with the justice league schneider cut the magnification of ben affleck it's crazy and people the people that don't honor that ben affleck is funny he's charming he's witty he's everything a leading person should be when it comes to movies he doesn't have like this like these chiseled, hard looks, okay? Like, like, like Char- Charlie Hunman, who's, who's also in this movie, um, right? Like, it, it doesn't. But this movie's stacked, and it has Ben Affleck. And Ben Affleck plays a character against his type. Now, we have Oscar Isaacson, who somewhat plays a character to his type. We have Pedro Pascal, who is now becoming a character actor, He's becoming the next big character actor. Jared hudland playing on type, type. So everyone plays on type, but we have a stack cast, and we have. Here's the thing. I want to talk about J.C. Chaindor. but the real star of all of this is Mark Boyle. He's our co-screenwriter, but I'll say he's our screenwriter because every once in a while we get like a, what I would consider like a new John Logan. John Logan is a highly intelligent, like, writer, okay? God bless John Logan for not trying to direct a movie, okay? Because so many screenwriters fall down that path. John Logan knows his lane. He has his collaborators. He's a go-to guy, and he essentially, I mean, like, honestly, God, the guy always delivers. John Boyle is the next John Logan, and that's maybe, in my opinion, the biggest compliment someone could give a screenwriter. Now, who's... Or Mark Boyle. I'm sorry. Oh my God, I'm saying John Boyle. I mean Mark Boyle. Mark Boyle. Here's here's his quick filmography. Story. In the Valley of Eli. The Hurt Locker. Zero Dark Thirty. Script consultant for After Earth. Uh, I can't talk about that. And 2017 Detroit. Now, 2019, he had Triple Frontier. Detroit uh, is not on my list to watch, but I do like movies that deal with like a urban uh, decay or like a like urban violence, urban uh, meltdown type. You know, like uh, Spike Lee, *Summer of Sam*. Like I will always go to that movie because they're so visceral, and I do appreciate that. So, this guy is a rock star. Our director. J.C. Chandler, 2011 Margin Call, 2014, 2013 All Is Lost. That's the uh, Robert Redford movie that I still have yet to watch. And 2014 uh, with Walter Isaacson, The Most Violent Year. This guy makes movies. He makes movies, okay? He wants to tell a good story that's pretty much we can say. Now, both of these guys, Mark Boyle, J.C. Chandler, it's grounded. Now, does that take away some of the fun? If we compare our last three Netflix movies, because this is a good exercise, everybody. Subscribe, support, comment when you can. Sorry, quick plug. I was going. I was supposed to plug more things after the intro, but I, some, I just get so excited. I just jump on talking about things. The last three Netflix movies, everybody... Here we go. Six Underground. Extraction. Triple Frontier. You can conceivably argue that it goes from unrealistic to realistic. And it's a pretty good meter because extraction, extraction being slapped in the middle. Yeah, because some of some of the things in extraction you can say are a little comic booky or unrealistic. Everything in Six Underground is awesome crazy rock and roll music video, over-the-top, glossy, beautiful models, give it to me. And then everything with this movie, it's slow, it's drawn, it's tense, it's real. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, Zero Dark Thirty and Hurt Locker worked with the same formula. Now, why didn't this movie pop? Who the hell knows? We don't know what the true success rate is for Netflix because the way how their numbers are released, they're somewhat clouded, whatever, okay? But this is, it took me three times, this movie, when I finally got through this movie, it blew me away. I loved it. Like, I really did. I loved the whole scheme. I loved the idea that they're uh, working in these like small windows because this is relatively a heist movie that goes downhill, okay? It's like quick change. Every little step that these guys take, it's downhill and they have to fight their way back. This is the same formula as aliens. You do something, you need a level of like extraction, like pun intended there, but you're trying to get out. You're trying to get away and every single red light you hit oh, this red light's a waterfall. Oh my God, this red light is bears. Oh my God, this red light is the enemy. They call it up to us. That's the formula of this movie. That's why it's successful. The idea alone is boiled down to easy-to-follow narratives. And that is it. Now, between everything, we have Beautifully shot. We have incredible scenery. This is a plus $100 million movie. The locations speak for it alone. And then we have... I don't know like a rock star cast like endless freaking people are in this movie that's what makes it so good Ben Affleck's fate in this movie kind of still rings like it's still true like it really is it sticks with you the heist is awesome they find towers of money in this drug cartels walls and the whole movie is Ben Affleck being a little bit greedy a little bit greedy he wants more he wants more he wants more You know, and at the same time, everyone's doing what they're doing because they cannot pull away from it. It's cool, people. I mean, if you dig The Treasure of Sarah Madre, this is it. This is one of your movies. It's one of your go-tos. It's a wonderful update to that also. You have to watch it tomorrow. Tomorrow, or maybe today. I I just, I need to get through our next movie because this is another movie I I. Really tried to sit down and watch, and I couldn't wrap my head around. I couldn't get into it, but it's Guard with Charisse Theron. Right. The great Charisse Theron has her own Netflix property slash franchise because just what I know about this movie speaks that uh, it should get two to three to four to five to six sequels. It should be its own thing, but I can't get into it, and maybe that's why we haven't heard anything about it. Everyone, I love you. Thanks for hanging out. Go out there. Get yourself a new movie. Uh, the first movie, like, go go into one of your apps. The first movie you didn't see that you're slightly interested Slightly interested in Watch it. Do what I did, okay? Surprise yourself. I love you. And let's do this again.